0: Welcome to Old Trafford, Niger Branch.
1: Home of slight tackles, red cards, yellow cards, and 93 minute
2: screamers from outside the box.
0: Home to Shore three points, trebles, and all Ninja Red Devils around the world.
2: We are the fenders, the vex, and strikers, I date, yeah.
0: So adjust your shin guard, tie your boots, and increase your volume small. Ready? Now let the match day begin. Hi guys and welcome to another episode of Red to the Bones podcast. This is where every Manchester United fan has the opportunity to speak and their opinions can be heard. Um, My name is Priye, I'm your host for today and with me I have Caleb and Edwin. Um, So real quick before we get into the meat of today... Caleb, could you introduce yourself and tell us one or two things about yourself?
2: Hey guys, I'm happy to be here today. Thanks for having me. And um, apart from being a Manchester United fan, I'm also a project's money officer. And um, that's, that's just it. Um, I'm basically boring. So I just have my football life and my, and my professional life. Okay, so that's, that's fair it. enough.
0: Very simple guy, straight to the point. When you're not watching football, you're doing some project management business and whatnot. So, yeah, I think that's cool. Um, Edwin, it's nice to have you around. Could you tell us one or two things about yourself?
1: Um, so, I'm uh, the people call it Jack of all trades. Uh, graphics on the side, photography on the side. Except for the money, photography as a hobby. And then a little electrical here, a little mechanical here, a little plumbing here. So, it's like a little of everything. Uh, but I see we already have your manager. So, uh, Caleb, how about you think? How about you take the Manchester United job? You know, we chase out Norwegian anyway. <laughs> and uh, see what we can do with the team. What do you think?
2: I'll, uh, I'll gladly <laughs> take it. As long as we change our owners. Okay, okay. Um, Yeah,
0: let's, let's get into it. Before we start, I mean, I think we know where we'll start from now. Um, for me, my name is Prie, as I have mentioned before, I am a financial analyst, currently doing my master's in finance. Um, I am a Manchester United fan, Shah. Anyways, let's start with you, Caleb. What do you think is the problem with Manchester United now?
2: The problem we are right now is, it has to do with our transfer, our... Our activity in the transfer market is it is very poor, and not being able to strengthen our team is really affecting the is really affecting the squad. So, for us, for Manchester United, I would say the problem right now is our owners not being ready to in money into the club, which will be used to get players. Because right now, as we are watching, what we have. We don't want to spend too much because we, we don't have too much. And that's what's affecting us. We've been trying to negotiate Sancho's transfer for over two months. And if not for Van der Sar, who was on the other side of Van der and transfer, we would not have had you. So um, I would say our board, our owners, they are their incompetence is just very alarming, very, very bad. So, also being able to get players over the line is affecting us badly. And you cannot expect fully to do the every season. He tried last season, he tried last season and he we did well. So, I think the, the board, they have every reason, they, they are obliged to to getting the players that he needs, and I think that's our problem right now. Not getting only the players that he needs, but in the squad. So, okay, Edmund, do you have problem. any
0: other? you have like a contrary. Let's let's hear your your thoughts on what you think is is a problem with Manchester United. Uh,
1: no, no, uh I and I am thinking the same like with Caleb. The problem has to do with the board. It has to do with the board. We've had we've had a number of coaches over the years, and then we we have the same problem, the board. We need new players. You don't expect us to play with old players. Man, these players don't fit the description of the team. And we need this board, we need the board to actually uh, put in action to get more players. Yeah, as much as I shout, as much as I scream Ole out, I honestly know Ole is not like the real, the real root of the, of the problem, yeah? Ole can only do so much. The, the board has, uh, has... A, a upper hand, or an upper hand rather when it comes to uh, signing of players so yeah the problem is the board for me
0: ok let's, let's talk about the competence of the manager and with relation to last season's performance and what we've seen yesterday do you think we had a good performance last season <laughs>
1: the majority of last season I, was strappy well, towards the tail end of the season, it kind of picked up and uh, uh, and uh, still like that for the beginning of the season. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know what happened towards the tail end of the season. But our performance kind of, kind of picked towards the tail end of the season. But for majority of the season, our performance was outright trash. It's like I watched Manchester United matches just to cry. Was, <laughs> I was not expecting a win from any of these matches. Halfway for every match you watch. But what and things things are looking up, and I thought okay, okay. By the beginning of the season, it's just going to get better, but then it just got worse.
0: Now, the the season picked up towards the end, and I'm I'm going to say, in my opinion, it was after the signing of Bruno Fernandes, um, yeah. and when Matic returned to the squad, because for a while. Matic was injured and McTominay was playing alongside either Fred or Pogba or whomsoever, right? Um, now, the the picking up of our season towards the end of last season, was it due to individual brilliance? Or was it a tactical masterclass? Now, from Olegona Sokstra, can you say that he is very tactical? He knows the job. He knows what to do. Um, Caleb, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing this question to you do you think he's a manager that knows how to manage the game or our season end was just a look based on individual brilliance what's your thought on that
2: <laughs> towards the like at the restart like, after the coronavirus stuff towards like at the restart of the EPL, we when our players came back and where we saw our team playing we saw that the team, they had a pattern of playing. The manager had a tactic. But I would not say Ole is a top tactician. is he's, he's a good manager, is a decent manager. But when it comes to tactics and um, changing the game, when he needs a goal or when the game needs like a quick fix, I'm not sure he's, he's there is there yet. But towards the tail, of, tail end of the season, the, the tactics he brought in worked. It was fine towards the end. Then I think Klopp started figuring it out. Then coupled with the fact that our players started getting fatigued. So um, our performance died down. But I would not say... Ole is a great tactician Do, like when it comes to winning the game he's not there yet he's not there yet He's just average he's decent because sometimes he makes very bad decisions with his um in game in game substitutions and uh, decision making when it comes to changing the game and and bringing on players is sometimes very poor very very poor at that so I will not say is is that good yet, and although individual brilliance also kind of played a part also, but it was like a mix of the two. Ole is not that good yet, and individual brilliance also like played a little part. Okay, also. you mentioned that the team had a pattern.
0: What do you think was the pattern that the team had? Yeah. What was the pattern of play for Manchester United towards the end of last season?
2: it was zero blasters in it was um we could see that they were more energetic their passes were fast they were quick and um it was not uh, the kind of boring passing um this thing that we had earlier this season when, when we were playing with nigger <laughs> and where uh, where they will pass and we see lots so our partner was so, uh... but <laughs> So continue, when we, continue. Back, when we came back we see that our passes were quick they were fast they were played with higher tempo so i think yeah okay. they had a the pattern towards like what like i what restart, i said yeah. now is the
0: pattern is speed and inshallah okay now, now <laughs> um, um I'm, I'm, I'm going to take us back a bit to like the topic we just briefly talked about regarding um the transfers and recruitment of Manchester United. Now, I'm going to make a comparison with a team like Sheffield and Wolves. These these two teams, they did very well last season, very well. Um, Sheffield was top six for a very long time last season. Wolves was hanging in there between top seven, top eight and top six. They were just fluctuating up and down. Now, they don't have the financial structure that a team like Manchester United has and they didn't sign like the most fantastic players but they were able to perform beyond expectations especially sheffield because they just came from relegation so is it recruitment that is a problem or is it management that is a problem. I'm talking in-game management because it seemed like Sheffield, they don't have the quality of players and Manchester United has, but they were able to surprise the entire Premier League last season. So, um, Edwin, do you think it is majorly recruitment because um, it seemed like Sheffield, they did, they did the madness last season and they didn't have to recruit the £100 million players. Do you get me? So, is it yeah, um, a a recruitment issue, or the manager is not able to use what he has to get the results that we want.
1: Yeah, uh, I'll, um, so it's not it's not majorly it's not majorly recruitment issue. Yeah, okay? uh, I'll I'll come from I'll come from a funny point of view, point of view right now. Okay, so when you start Masters League? When you start Masters League, especially on before you come to before you, I've not really played Masters League on PS3 and PS4. Yeah. Up here, so Masters League. When it's a Masters League, they don't, give you, they don't give you a team except you want to go and build your own team. They don't give you a team that's all that. So, first, you have to be able to understand structure and be able to make changes when you need to make changes. Ole is a poor... And I say poor later, Ole is poor at managing in-game tactics. Yeah, Ole doesn't know when to make changes because I don't see why you'd be down by two goals at 75 minutes, at 75 minutes, I try to not make changes and wait in 80 minutes to make changes. What is that player supposed to come and do? Perform magic, carry the ball and run to the post and go and throw it inside with his hands? Because I really don't get it. You know, you have to, you have to be able to read the game and make changes. Minutes when there's enough time to run around. Yeah, but but you are heavily losing, and uh, you say, okay, let me just sit around and smile, you know, for a bit, and then make changes <laughs> later. No. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Smile for a bit. We might not
1: have money to. Okay. No, 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 we might not have money. Yeah. We. We might not get the players we want. Yeah. But then we have players. We have players that can come in in certain situations and change things. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine Lingard. You don't play Lingard for the full match. Yeah? You leave Lingard. To, you leave Lingard to sit and leave Lingard to just warm on the bench right there, and then you. God. Lingard, as useless as he is, to in him. Yeah? So pulling that pull into the match, 70 minutes, and then give him, give him balls that, you know, that even a mad person will miss and see what happens. But Ole doesn't, I'm sorry, but I don't think Ole doesn't think like this. Ole sees, Ole waits till 80 minutes and says, ah, oh, okay, who hasn't played this much? Uh, okay, you, <laughs> you, you run into the pitch. Let's see what you can do. Lingard, yeah. nobody can change anything in that time. Literally. Look at the time he brought on Igalo yesterday. What was fosu still doing on that pitch? went brought... so so basically, I think it's but, the management. We'll deal with the management first.
2: But yeah. wait, wait, wait. But to be fair, to be fair. Being lingered, the lingered of last season at any <laughs> point in any match, we will not change anything. Actually,
1: <laughs> it, it, it will. It will change things negatively, not positively. <laughs>
2: Because, you know what can we give bingard because because um some some brief. even even <laughs> even even over at any point in any match would not change anything the only players that we have on that bench that we say okay can even try to change something they are that that's, or maybe igalu and we know that Igalo is not all that. He's not too mobile. What he can do is just doing the box team And if the players surrounding him are not getting bulked and are not getting the balls into the box team he's still of no use. So it, it it depends on the match and depends on the um, what's going on at that point in time in the match to say to to, to say okay, let me bring in this player to, to make a change. It's not like, it's not that he just wants to relax and put the players on the bench and then be like 89 I minutes. Mean, okay, let me just put this player, let's come and stretch their legs. No, it's because they obviously can't make any difference to okay. the players that are on the pitch. And that's okay, the point Okay, you do, you do agree that um,
1: players get fatigued, right? Players get fatigued during, during a match. You're yeah, running around for... And, no, and it's even worse. Fatigue. It's even, fatigue is even worse when you're running around and you don't know what to do. It's like you're just running around aimlessly no it's a different thing when you're running around with <laughs> the ball with it i get in mind yeah i know i have the ball and i'm going to score and then it's a different thing where you're just running around aimlessly you know you run forward you run back you run forward first you get tired you get tired faster and then you get very tired it's like you become useless Yeah. so imagine running around aimlessly yeah. for 70 minutes yeah and you know this thing about watching the match from outside Outside the beach where you, where the pressure is not on you. You know, it's like everybody does it. When you are when you go to a game center and, and someone playing a game, like you can literally see what the person should be doing, but the person is not doing. Because you are you are outside, you're not under pressure. So you are sitting on the bench yeah. and you are watching the yeah. match. You literally know yeah. where something is wrong and where something can be corrected. So imagine bringing a player that has been sitting on the bench for seventy yeah. minutes. A, yeah, uh, not a joke. A footballer now that has been sitting on the bench for 17 minutes. You bring him into the match and tell me that he's not going to change something. So you bring in Igalo. Yeah, we know. Look at look at yesterday. Fosu Mensa was was a mess. James, the entire right wing yesterday was a mess. The minute I saw that lineup, I'm like, oh my god, this is going to be a big loss. This loss is going you to. You know be what?
0: Worse right we are going to to talk Mm -hmm. about yes but before like that's like the next agenda for this (laughs) conversation um we've talked about the players that we have and the little to no impact that they can make people like lingard people like carrera you know but when only came in he made mention of the fact that he had a talented squad and he did not want to start working with these guys he did say that he was comfortable with this squad so having made that statement is he not at fault partially for the draws recruitment that we have because if you are comfortable with these guys if you have said that these guys are a talented bunch do you do you really see the top level management buying more players when he has told them that oh he has a good squad to work with.
2: Well um for, for me I would say at that point at that point in time when he first came, what he was trying to okay. do was instill confidence into the players. Because the team, the team at that point was at a very like at a low, at a very steep low. So what he was trying to do at that point was instill confidence in them by saying that they are talented. He's not he wouldn't want to come in like mori and say that he has a very bad squad. That mm-hmm. would just kill their morale totally. So he's saying that he has a talented squad is, is more like being diplomatic, putting confidence in them, trying them, um, just making them to up their game, like to, to make them believe in themselves that they can do something, like they can still bring something good out of this season. That was just what he was trying to do. And I think that worked well. At a point when he first came because the confidence in the team skyrocketed like they they stayed bowling so i think that worked to, to an extent but to, and in, in the transfer in the transfer that season they <laughs> bought go you know, actually they got him three good players like <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> daniel james <laughs> he performed for like half that was his season, so I was like, so yeah. But then they backed him up a bit, so I, I think that statement of him saying the players are talented was just to instill confidence, make them believe in themselves, and get something good out of that season. And they tried; they did that against PSG. So I think that, that that statement was not out of order. It was, it was, it was a very timely statement. and so it it, it did, there's only really well. so
0: much mental like,
2: for that um point. i don't know mental
0: hype can go right because after doing well for that beginning part of the season then a lot of them really yeah. fell below standard okay so let's let's now talk about yesterday's game edwin you've you've mentioned it like twice i'm and i'd like to start with you what did you make of the lineup first of all
1: <laughs> mm. Are you crying? Um, cry, K. Me, cry for Manchester United. It can, can never happen again. Hmm. See, uh, <laughs> the minute I saw the lineup, the minute I saw that right. Away, I just knew nothing could go right in that game. See, that was a total mess.
2: Yeah,
1: I, uh, I, think, um, I think some people should be excused. I, I saw, I saw in the tweet about his excuse for not uh, playing uh Wambistaka. Uh, because uh, he had not had enough he had not had he had not had enough time with the team to train. I think some things can be excused. So because he has not had enough time. So let's start the campaign on a terrible note. He has not okay so the people that trained enough now what did they bring? They brought tra- you know I was asked... going to
0: ask I was going to ask Mensah, I think for sumensa play left back right back centre-back DM. is remaining to enter post now. <laughs> First all, what, what is what where is where's his position? What is his position? That what is, is his position? Kind of <laughs> and then we have Dalot who has not featured very much. <laughs> is he injured? Last I heard he was not injured. And I know that he's a right-back. He can play the right-back position. So why are we not seeing um, Diogo Dalot playing right back instead we are seeing for submenza like for what is play that play right
1: what, what i am, was only thinking i am confused
2: i think this guy does not trust that and only
1: does, so does not, do not trust that way enough, enough to play, to play him my a right back to he has not come to training enough i, you don't
2: trust I think as that's as as just as as the, I, the i think that's just the summary of what's know. going on between dalu and ole
1: if You don't trust your players, how do you yes, expect eh? to succeed with these players if you don't trust them? You don't have to trust them, you have to trust them and be able to like okay,
2: yeah. eventually, <laughs> eventually, I think he's he's still going to end up selling Dalu or loaning him out. Because for him to start for Sumensa ahead of Dalu, that that's just like the lowest form of trust, like, trust in a player. Understand. Because like I felt really, really
0: bad. Now it's not I like I like as a player but seeing seeing him push out of the team like throughout last season look at all the all the um not too much like the europa league efl all those things like fo cup where we expected that lot to feature he did not feature only was still using like this strong 11 his first xi to play in games where we would expect to see other people giving a chance to play and i felt like that was that was poor man management especially this is moving out of we'll come back to this but um, our second keeper now, what's his name? Romero. Romero, Romero is such a beast. You know, really? like he's he's such a good second goalkeeper. For me, I think it, there's a chance in a top 10 team as their first choice goalkeeper because he's better than just a reserve goalkeeper, better than just a second. And then for every um serious game, I mean, Romero, I think he kept for us through like the... FA Cup and the NFL Cup and whatnot up until like the semi-finals and then he was yeah. out of the team and for me that doesn't make sense because why why are, you, why are you doing that? He has he has done from the beginning I mean he's already second fiddle to the year and then in this you know, one that he has managed to keep up until second uh, or up until like the semi-final he's now pushed out of the team for
2: David yeah. for me, I feel like that is very, very poor. That was man management. That annoyed me about Oli's man you know? management. Right. Because it is right. the first time in um EFL in the Carabao. It's it's it ended badly. Then he repeated it in a uh, FA Cup. It badly. Then he did the same thing. I'm like, don't you learn your lesson?
1: So so, you know how they say, every dog has his day, yeah?
2: Like, it keeps repeating the same mistake. It keeps repeating the same exactly. mistake you know in every competition. Every dog has his day. Dieh
1: has That's, been the that... for what, nine years? And in those nine years, we've seen him make amazing saves. We've seen Diego amazing seasons. And uh, and he has grown old, if we are being honest to ourselves. And also, we have seen Romero this season be amazing. And I don't know why, for for the love of me and for the life of me, you would choose to. I was I was hoping Romero would complete the entire Europa Europa round, you know.
2: Exactly.
1: And do this, this, uh, matches and let let Romero through sure. Europa round. And then the next thing I see, I see, the here right now, I don't know if if he's confused or if he also has mental issues like Lord Lingard. But <laughs> the hair is not the hair is not doing it for me. The is the hair is making serious serious errors that someone of the hair standard should not make. I'm sure he goes up and watches the errors and goes like no, I did not do this. Because the hair spills some balls and I'm like yeah even do this. Carlos Carlos save this ball. What's wrong with you? So I think only only needs I don't know if we need to send him to management school in Lagos because we have some <laughs> management school that will help him because right now he's not managing anything he's ruining the entire team
2: <laughs> <laughs> but but some will say that his management skill is like top-notch concerning the way no, he his um, I treats I his, players his players and manages them also. <laughs> like you, you, you start a match and you
1: just sit down do <laughs> you, you, watch, you, watch you watch Ole doing matches? Ole just sits down and smiles like, Man, you guys, you're smiling. We are losing this game. My, what are you smiling about? What is what is so what is so humorous about this match? Why are you smiling? Moreno <laughs> <you> <laughs> Why? Why has down. Do you know what I feel? I feel what I feel. You see Marino's first Marino's first run at I... Chelsea. Man, when the match is not going according to your plan, you are on the sidelines and you are calling out your players and telling them to fix up. But when just sitting down and just there smiling like someone is telling you a joke? What the fuck is wrong with you, bro? <laughs>
2: I think what what Oli does is that after after their um dressing room talk, their talk during dressing room, they talk, the the addition of their tactics and and whatnot, when they come to the pitch, what Oli does <laughs> he trust his players to carry out <laughs> know, all no, no, no. the you can't, you can't, you I, can't. I can't actually um, find any yeah. other explanation. Because, because I can't actually find explanation of why you see your players playing stupidly on that's why, your that's why you, you have to have
0: come to the touchline and give like instructions and talk about Oh, you do this because or I, you I, do I that. You cannot you just, just trust them the right to do the right things When in the game, they are not doing the right thing. We don't our exactly. tactics, we don't our strategy exactly. Okay, go and play. Like, when they are not playing to the strategy that we put in place I think you have to come up from your seat and stop smiling first, You, you first, have to come up and know? stop smiling, really <laughs>
1: First, you know we, we have a strategy in mind. This is how we try to play. This is this is formation. This is formation. This is how we try to line up. This is how we try to play, and then you step on the pitch, and while, when you when you had that talk in the dressing room, you did not know what the other team was going to bring, and now you're on the pitch and you see what the other team brings. So I expect you to talk to your players and you see what's going on. Talk to your players and help them help them adapt to what the other team is playing. Okay, yeah? help them counter other teams play and push forward and try to make a headway. But no, no, fam you just sit down. Do you have do you have Trevor Noir in your ear? You, I never I can never make sense of it. I can make sense of it. I watch of the new matches and I'm like, Manika, what is wrong with you? Why are you smiling? What is so funny about this match? He, he's just, there. He's just but, there. one hand, one hand on the other chair with but, a huge grin on his face. Like the whole world is okay.
2: But but i i think i think that's not actually the problem because we've seen him actually sit down on the bench without standing up and the players deliver so i'm not sure if it's actually about him coming down and jumping on the on the torch line but i think the players they actually need to fix themselves yeah so yeah not, let, me, let, me let me say something but, yeah. you, it's but not every time paid, like even he's,
1: paid money he's, to jump, he's paid money to jump up and down on that sideline see See, there are some things there's some things you do that just that yeah. just motivate other people, yeah. you will just you will start so, I, I, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, let's just allow you to jump up and down on the sideline and tell these players to <laughs> up. But no
0: <laughs> Okay, guys, um our time is fast spent, but two things. Only started this game with Pogba and McTominay in midfield, Bruno Fernandes as an attacking midfielder. And there was no DM. <laughs> what were our chances of covering the back line without a DM? Edwin, what, what, what do you make of that?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: See, yesterday's match.
1: See, yesterday's match, I was actually, you, from the beginning, if you're on the group, you, could have, you, you would have seen me say, "My, he was going to cry yesterday. He's like, Maybe I saw that line Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Looked at, I looked at the lineup and I'm like, Ah, no, this is not it. This is not, this is not it at all. First, Pogba McTominay. Okay, fine. They are going to push forward. And then, one other thing I realized is, since since Bruno came to the team, Pogba and Bruno have this uh, beautiful coordination. Yeah? I mean, I'm no coach. Yeah, I'm no coach. But, uh, I, I have this, I have this formation in mind. Yeah? I have this formation I like to play. 4-1-2-3. Yeah? 4-1-2-3 play Bruno and Kuba up front, yeah, then do whatever you want to do in front with the remaining three, they should go and be playing both, they should be playing both shots, they should play shots on, on the fans, oh, there are no fans, play shots into the bleachers, I really don't care, I really don't care, yeah, <laughs> What? <laughs> the entire defence, for Sumensa and Lindelof, <laughs> for Sumensa and Lindelof, entire right was leaking, and here he's, I don't know if he's having selective amnesia and he doesn't know how to catch balls anymore. But you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't test, you don't test how strong your keeper is when you can just put defenders that stop that from happening. Yeah? You know, it's like, right. it's like, um, it's like having a guard dog, yeah? And then having a tall fence. Yeah, you know you have a guard dog, right? Yeah? You could have just left the fence out altogether. But what if, if these arm robbers come with guns and shoot my guard dog? Yeah? So first let's build this wall and and then keep out the, the robbers. But my nigga, you don't have a wall. You have you have you have nothing. The in that place. You just say, Come on, come on, come on score, come on, score, come on. Score. Because that's the only thing I was seeing yesterday. The minute I saw the lineup, I'm like, this match is going to end badly. And of okay uh, right. he was he was <laughs> not he was not here i used to know when he came to manchester united the year so, for me is out and should be should actually consider sitting down for a bit and you know romero should step up Should step, step up to first keeper
0: i feel like our entire back line was <laughs> atrocious. it was best it was it was the best i mean yeah Maguire the, 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 Mensa and the, the entire backline was yes Lindelof for
2: some yeah.
1: how to fight in Greece, yeah, but he couldn't fight fight yesterday and the <laughs> ball <boys> commentary.
2: <from> <laughs> he couldn't <laughs> fight yeah. for the ball.
0: He could <laughs> fight police officer, but he couldn't fight for the war.
1: Like when where is where is all that energy we saw in Greece? Bring it to the pitch now. What's wrong with you? Lindelof, Lindelof. That, that one said the push team, that one caught teeth. That one Lindelof. Nah, I do not believe it. They, they need to <laughs>
0: investigate that story. There's nothing true about that story. Now, two what? things before we wrap up um, this episode. Um Daniel James <laughs>
2: Daniel Killed James Daniel James <laughs> Oh Daniel James, Daniel James, that guy. He he, he needs to improve man. his technical abilities is zero. If he does not see space to, we basically signed
0: Welsh boats. <laughs>
2: <laughs> because I oh, look, wow. I, look at
0: James, I know you said <laughs> only oh, needs to I improve, show. and this one and that one. But I, I don't know. There's, I think he's he's not Manchester United quality in the first place. In my opinion, he's not Manchester United quality. He should not be starting for us. Heck, he should not be playing for us. You know what? He should be at Nottingham Forest, not even the club, Gon the forest itself, because. For the life of me, I don't understand what he does <laughs> on the pitch. I don't understand that because you cannot just be running and run out, like you can't cross, you can't pass, you just run. When it's not 100 meter junior boys.
2: <laughs> like That's the only to do for my It's just, but you know, that boy, that guy was not meant to be, that guy was not meant to be starting regularly for us. It was the way he started the season that made him he's like his, to be his, regular swancy city body
0: his Swansea quality. His quality he wasn't anything. bought he to anything. i would have said oh when we have played 70 80 minutes bring him the other defenders are tired let him be running let him just be <laughs> running if he's lucky he can cross into the box if he's lucky if anything let him sure shall be running and be going but bruv i i don't know I don't know what this guy does on the pitch and if you ask me, he should not be playing for Manchester United. Now, just before we go, we've been linked with um, TELES from FC Porto, um, Edwin, what do you think about the guy as a player and then Luke Shaw being you know, a competition? How do you think that's going to play out?
1: Man, we've been linked to many people and when I hear links, I just, I just get tired. I don't hear links right now.
2: Hmm, then, okay.
1: You said which Tevez from Porto? Yeah. Uh, the left back. I've not really seen him play, so I really cannot say.
0: Okay. Well, I've also not seen him play. I've seen clips, he looks mint, then there's always there's hype around him. And to be fair, everybody that Manchester entered is linked to. We are going to see hype. So We are going to see... We are linked with Longstaff. And I saw clips of Longstaff playing like prime Michael Carrick. Oh, oh please. Oh so please, miss once miss Manchester you is with anybody, we are going to get hype. We are going to see like videos and stuff and stuff and stuff. But I still... I think he's a quality guy. It would be nice to have him in the squad. At least give Luke Shaw some level of competition. You get me? So... Mm-hmm. um finally our transfer with sancho i don't know we are trying to buy sancho we're trying to price him as if we are buying pepe and for me we'll buy, we'll i don't know something. we we, we'll we have money i think, we I should, think um, me, it doesn't make any sense to uh, negotiate for two months three months and then you still end up paying the exact same price that they asked for manchester United well. has <laughs> the money and so i'm not saying money up and down I'm not saying we should be throwing money up what and down, but I think we have the money to get Sancho and we should not have this dialogue for, I mean, look at, look at, I hate to compare, but look at Chelsea, they go, it's point and kill, look at um um Liverpool, in the morning they were linked with Jota, by evening they have signed it, no story, you get me, so it's just crazy that as a big club that we are supposed to be, we spend months trying to negotiate for one player, Either don't get him, or end up paying the same price that we've been asked from the beginning. You get me? So I think we we seriously need to work on our negotiation, our transfer policy, and all of that stuff.
1: So I think I think what happened yesterday was uh, the Glazers took the money they had, the money they had in mind for Sancho. Yeah, and then um, better against Manchester United. Better, better than Manchester United so, <laughs> will be able to. make up. So, so expect expect Sancho and stuff Sancho will be. Sancho is coming. Sancho is coming. So okay. I think we okay. have like seventy million, and then they put it. They put it on like one point three odds. So, right. so Sancho is coming. Sancho is coming. We all choose. Okay, that's why right. because that's the only reason.
2: That's the only thing I Oh, okay. okay.
0: So, we, what, what, um, Caleb, what positions do you think we need to strengthen going, going forward? I mean, after looking at that madness from yesterday, the atrocities that we watched, what positions do you think we need to strengthen?
2: Right wing, um, left back, if possible, a center back. After offloading Jones, Smalling, and Drojo, then, if also possible, we should get another striker. Okay, that sounds about right. That sounds fair. Yeah, well, we've mostly we mostly a, talked about <laughs> yeah,
0: we've mostly talked about our incoming transfers. Um, next week, on the Red to the Bones podcast, we will talk about players that we think should be sold. So. Guys, it was an absolute so, pleasure having you guys so, on the podcast today. I believe you
1: should, be uh, should be gifted anyway. <laughs>
2: oh, what do we you want? We should, we, should, we, should, we should dash them out.
1: We want, Come on, Kai Lingard. Herrera, follow.
2: Let's package Herrera Lingard inside the
0: gift. Inside like the gift box. Okay. okay, you guys. It was it was it was that <laughs> fun talking with you guys about everything in Manchester United related. Um, thank you so much, Caleb. thank you, Adrian. and um, hopefully, <laughs> we'll nice have you guys on this podcast again
2: as time goes on. I'll have love a, have a right, wonderful
0: have
2: day, a yeah, yeah. I'll be love to. yeah, yeah. I'll be happy to be here.
0: All right, and that all brings right. us to the end of
2: today's episode of Um,
0: Red to the Bones podcast. You guys, thanks for listening, and um, I'll catch you all next time. Bye bye. Hope Seona enjoy the match
2: We don't dribble low.
0: We don't shoot our shots. We
2: don't tear it.
0: And we don't put three points for pockets. Till next Sunday on Red to the Bones. Tell your friends where they can't see, waiting you save don't see.